This is the Zero to Sixty Hypnosis Podcast. My name is Dan Clark, and this is official episode number one. And in this episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my origin story and my background. I used to have stage fright, pretty bad. So when I hit that stage with my band to play in front of around 100 people with each gig that I played, it took every fibre of my being to get on that stage. Sure, I may have looked pretty awesome, though the trembling in my entire body completely affected my performance. It might have been entirely my fault, but we sucked as a band at that time. Between practices, when I was talking about the trembling with a friend, he passed on to me an anxiety removal MP3, saying that simply listening to this through headphones when at home, over and over, it will fix whatever fears and anxieties I have. Seriously, I'm thinking. Thinking such a thing was even possible. However, that's exactly what I did, without questioning it too much. When I did, it was okay. Didn't exactly feel any massive shifts or insanely different. But after I listened to it again the next day, and again a few days later, still not feeling like Iron Man, I hit the stage at, nine, at my next gig. And this time, I played the best gig I ever had. None of that trembling, just pure confidence and ability. Like I was Nicky Six for the 40 minutes we were on stage. Best feeling ever. And further down the line, I was given an opportunity to learn hypnotherapy for free one weekend. Just thinking about the hypnosis MP3 that fixed my stage fright. I took that opportunity and it made me want to go further down the rabbit hole. Just learning how to hypnotise people and remove their anxieties, their depressions, their deep fears and replace that void with what they do want to feel. I definitely felt like I am now. It was just like learning real life superpowers. And in the process of learning how to hypnotise and being hypnotised myself, my issues with my own anxieties and fears were being resolved. Some of them almost instantaneous some over a long period of time. I definitely felt my life improving as the diploma was progressing. Though there was still something not not completely there. At the end of the 10-month diploma, I still felt unsure about whether I could effectively hypnotise a person. The 10-month training was good, no doubt about it. It was just a bit vanilla. One evening towards the end of the diploma, a group of us went to a comedy hypnosis show. It was there where I met my future hypnosis mentor. When he introduced himself to us and demonstrated to me in the space of two to three minutes, the one thing that was missing in the entire last 10 months of the diploma class. And it boils down to this. Having belief and having intent. I knew I had to learn further with him. I attended the first day of his week-long diploma intensive, which focused on rapid hypnosis, and the foundation of which good hypnosis is delivered on. 
which led to the belief that once you have the framework and solid foundations in place, hypnosis is super easy. All it takes is having belief and having intent. Belief and intent. From this point on, the more I practiced, the better I became and the more towards becoming the rock star I was becoming. Because this realisation that doing something that I truly loved whilst changing people's lives with the better, this is how I become that rock star. I'm simply taking the path a lot less travelled. This is episode 2 of the 0 to 60 Hypnosis podcast. My name is Dan Clark. And today, I am talking a little bit more about the fundamentals of how to hypnotise. It's always a question that people quickly ask when they, uh, when they ask you about hypnosis. How, but how does, it, how, does hypnosis, how does hypnosis work? How do you hypnotise a person? And as well as the keyboard jockeys on the internet when they see your videos, when they quickly pipe up with... Oh, you weren't hypnotised. You were faking it. Or whatever bullshit they like to spout out. Because they know absolutely everything, right? So there's a simple process when it comes to hypnotising a person. There's five steps. Five ultimate... There's, there's five basic steps. You can... to simplify. It's just completely simplified. Although people like to um, complicate things by adding steps here and there, little nuances. However, we've just simplified it into five simple steps in how to hypnotise. There's also some secret sauce in the middle, which I'll get to eventually. But first of all, I'm just going to go through each of the five steps right now. The first step is the pre-talk. And this is what sets the foundation for all the hypnosis to come afterwards. And essentially, you are getting the person, the client, whoever you're working with, into full agreement that they are going into hypnosis. And you're giving all these suggestions that they... And you're, lead, you're leading the path towards their agreement that they are going into hypnosis. And you're looking for agreement and compliance, whether it's in the form of them saying, yes, I'm ready to go into hypnosis. Yes, I want to go into hypnosis. Or it can be as subtle as a, a nod of the head. Or even just a lack of resistance. If they're, follow, if they're complying with you, you know that you've got a good foundation right there, which then leads to the induction. This is the next step of the process. And there's three different kinds of inductions. You have the PLR induction, which stands for the Progressive Muscle Relaxation Inductions. And these stereotypically take a long time, around 10 to 20 minutes, and it involves relaxing every single muscle in the body so that they are just in a deep state of hypnosis by process. These are a lot more long and drawn out and elongated and not my preference, unless like the situation calls for it, which isn't often, but sometimes is necessary. And some hypnotherapists prefer this because it's what their clients want. The next kind of induction is the rapid induction. Now these generally take a minute or two, 
And these my these tend to be my preferences because even though you get all the steps in there, you can achieve the hypnosis in a matter of minutes, sometimes even seconds. And I'll be going into more into these inductions as the podcast goes along. I'll be posting stuff more on YouTube and Instagram and my other social medias. But more to that to come even more further down the line. And the other kind of induction is the shock inductions. And these are the ones where you jolt them into hypnosis. The ones where you hear the hypnotist shout, sleep. And it just like shocks them. It's that startle reflex that you're triggering. The next step is the deepeners. This is where you're just like deepening the trance. You've inducted the hypnosis. It may be just like a little bit of trance, maybe a little bit more. But you're going to be taking them down to a workable state of trance. Some people some people go so deep they take them to a state of what's called somnambulism. And this is uh, the people that go into somnambulism make for great hypnosis subjects. And the next stage of this process is called the suggestions. This is where you're just like giving them all the suggestions of what you want to do whilst they're in hypnosis. And for now on this podcast, I'm just going to suggest that you give positive suggestions. And keep them in the present as well, just to really ramp up and amplify the strength of these uh, these suggestions. So just give them positive suggestions of making them feel good, making them feel great, making them feel absolutely amazing. So that when they come back out of hypnosis, they're going to be f- those sensations are going to be coming back with them. <clears throat> and the final step of this process is the emergence. This is bringing them back out of hypnosis, just bringing back all those previous suggestions that you've given them. To, given them. And you could do a simple count out of I'm going to count from five to one, and after the after I reach one, you're going to be feel, back out of hypnosis, feeling amazing. I can simply suggest the emergence. Once you've done all the hypnosis work, you can bring yourself back out of hypnosis. So those are the five five basic steps of how how a hypnosis session would conduct itself. And in between all that, I'm weaving in a few little nuances, which just helps to strengthen the hypnosis and just to demonstrate that hypnosis is taking place. For the client and for the for the subject more than it is for you, if you can see that the that the hypnosis is taking place, it's gonna further amplify the state because they see that something funky is happening. So part of this secret sauce, as we should call it, is the safety element of this. Safety first, safety always. Always be making sure that your client and your subject is is completely safe. They're not going to fall. They're not going to bang their head. They're not going to do, do some damage to them. Hypnosis will never kill anybody. If they were to fall over for whatever reason and then bang their head, that is what's going to do the damage. And also, if if your subject knows that they're completely safe, they're going to be more inclined to going deep into hypnosis and follow your suggestions. And that just ties in with the next part of reassurance. Reassuring your subject that they are completely safe, they're going to have an amazing time with hypnosis, 
and everything is just going to be an amazing it's going to be an amazing experience all around that's just going to help ratify and strengthen the hypnosis calibration is the next point this is where you're paying attention to everything that your subject is giving out are you noticing that they they go deep into hypnosis with just a few suggestions or are they resistant and they need more suggesting just to ha- just to get the more com- just to get the compliance in there so be paying attention to what your subject is giving out are they are their shoulders slumping are they is their breathing slowing down are the eyelids fluttering is there little twitches in the little idiomotors twitches in the bodies just not little twitches in the fingers or little jerks in the bodies. These are the things that, that we're looking out for once we, once we notice that we're calibrating. Because if you're seeing these, it's a good sign that you've got hypnosis. And also, do you need to scale back or do you need to be, just like push forward with more suggestions? Just notice these things is just like, it's, it's absolutely key that, you, that you're able to like, just like notice when a person is in hypnosis. And testing. The testing for hypnosis. And this just ties in with calibration. If you can give a suggest if you could give a suggestion that hypnosis has already taken place. For example, if you've already suggested that the eyelids are, cl- are closed, just test that the eyelids will stay closed. In that if they were to try and open the eyelids find that the harder they try to open the eyelids, the more locked, the more stuck down they become and the harder it is to open them. The harder they try to open the eyelids, the deeper into hypnosis they will go. So so using testing, not only confirms that hypnosis is taking place, it's, it can also be leveraged into deepening the trance. It's quite ambiguous as how you can use these. It's quite fluid and... There's no hard and set rules as to how you can make, how you can leverage these to your advantage. As long as you keep them ethical. Always be ethical. Because if there's any if you give a suggestion which the person does not agree with, or it goes against the moral code or the values and beliefs, they will shut down the hypnosis and then it's game over. Always be ethical, always be safe. <laughs>